Hello and welcome. We are in Yerushalmi Brachos Daf Chavzayin in the Ozada print. And I'm going to go very um, abstract today and talk about the differences between Yerushalmi and Bavli as far as Psach Halacha and what we find in some of the Rishonim. And the reason I'm going to do that is because um, I just have a couple of quick R's on the blot. Um, so we're going to have some time to be able to talk about this that I kept saying that I wanted to go into. It. So first of all, a couple of quick R's. The first one is that there's a tremendous amount of parallel sugyas that are found on these blots between Bavli and Yerushalmi, which is why I want to talk about this. For example, are you allowed to carry things um, while you're davening? Um, and then, of course, the sugya is about um, whether a person, um, how much concentration is needed for Shemona Esrei and Shema Ayin Shem. In the Mishnah, by the way, which is in uh, Parak Sheni Halacha, Vav, Mishnah Vav, as we call it, in the Bavli, it says, Al-Chasen is Patra from Kriyashma, and it says a very famous story with Rabbi Gamliel that he got married and he read Kriyashma that first night. And his Talmidim asked him, didn't you teach us that you're Chasen Potter? So he told them that I won't listen to be Mavatal Malchashmaim. I always wondered how young was he that he already had Talmidim and now he's getting married and they're asking this question. It's interesting because the first Mishnah we started off in the entire Masafta, his children came from a base Mishnah, which seems to be uh, a wedding as well. And it's just interesting. Obviously, it wasn't his own wedding because they were his children, right? Seemingly. We don't know whether it was the first marriage or second marriage or what happened. Did his wife die, etc. And, of course, we have all the different reasons why a chassan is pater, which might give us some um, inkling as to whether this was um, her first marriage or second marriage, etc. I and Shum, but I'm curious. I, I looked around. I tried to figure out which Rebbe Gamliel it was and what the what the background was. So, anyway, there's a lot of back and forth in the uh, and parallel sugas. And the question is always, who do you rely on? Um, which one, the Bali Yerushalmi. So I want to go through a couple of very fascinating Maramakomos, and it's going to be very, very fact-based, so this might not appeal to everybody. And um, also, it's going to be very abstract because there's many, many different opinions about it. But I really wanted to just kind of discuss it and put some Maramakomos out. So um, we know that the Yerushalmi was written hundreds of years before the Bavli was finalized, even though Rav Yochanan is quoted in both, and he was probably the one that was Masada Yerushalmi. Of course, as I pointed out, Clearly, there are times that you see that stories are written about Rabbi Yochanan after his death, where we didn't know what his, Rabbi Yochanan himself's opinion was. So obviously, other people were misodered as well afterwards. But he seemingly was the one that really put his imprint on it, seemingly. Um, so the question becomes that we mentioned earlier that the Rift says in Erevin that we should follow basically the Bavli because it came last, and they already saw the Yerushalmi. There are people that disagree with that, but but it's pretty clear that they, that they did have access to it. Um, and um, also, the Yerushalmi was written under great oppression, and it wasn't as developed as well. Okay. And now you have to understand that also, in Torah, Ketorah, Sarat Yisrael, there's a certain um, greatness of the Yerushalmi as well. We know Rechaim Kanievsky was very into Yerushalmi as a way of explaining halacha and understanding things. So let's go through just a lot of Maramakomos over here. Okay. So first of all, there's many people that say, including the Knesset Gadol, which is a very big posek, um, and, and Magid Mishnah and the, and the Bach as well. But anytime the Bavli doesn't explicitly argue with the Yerushalmi, then if the Yerushalmi says something, you don't know what the Bavli holds. So follow the Yerushalmi because you have a Mephorish Chazal that tells us what to what to say, uh, what, what to do. So that's that's one thing. Although there are other people that understandably argue with that and just say, just because the Bavli doesn't say anything doesn't mean it agrees with the Yerushalmi. Um, so then the question becomes, let's say the Yerushalmi has a, a Shila that it's not sure what Allah is, um, but the Bavli just ignores the whole topic and doesn't address that topic ever. So then it's Machlokas. The, um, the Rashba in Gittin Daf Chafal from the Beis, he seems to say that you can rely on the Bavli, that it was Pasha to the Bavli, this is the Halacha, and therefore the, the Yerushalmi's Psak, the Yerushalmi's Suffolk is not uh, material to us. But the pre-Chadash in, in Ebenezer, Simon Kuf, 
So he says that no, if the Yerushalmi has a Shila and it says it explicitly, it has a Shila, then uh, that Shila we should him like any Shila in Halacha if it's not answered, etc. We have to go to Chumrah, whatever whatever the Psak Halacha should be. But the but the Yerushalmi's um, Shila is a very very important thing. Then the question becomes the opposite. What about when the Bavli is mistopic about something and the Yerushalmi was taken for granted as something Pashit? So Stei Chemet says, follow the Yerushalmi. They, they, they said, in their Das, they said it was Pashit. For example, let's say let's say you have a Shiloh what to do and you're not sure, but then you see there's an Igros Moshe on it. So what your suffix, how does that compare to, to, to the Igros Moshe? Now you're going to say, I'm comparing apples and oranges because the Bavli and Yerushalmi are great. I understand that, but think about what they're saying. They're saying that if something is explicitly said by one, you know, one of these Gedolim, what do you do? So, if you have the Bavli that's saying one thing, you have Yushalmi that is giving a Psach Halacha, so then that, that does have some validity. So anyway, when the Bavli is mistopic, but the Yushalmi was Pashat, the Stei Chemed says that you follow the Yushalmi. However, some people argue and say the opposite. And the truth is that this is a huge machlokas because, for example, the Nemuki Yosef in Ksubas, Samotes, he says that you follow the Yushalmi. The Ritva um, says, no, you follow the Bavli. Um, and the Shitim Kibetzes, which is not the Rishon, the one on the Yushalmi here, um, he says... He brings down many, many, many Rishonim, like Rashi, Tosis, or Ben Hanano, the Rif, and the Ramam, that say you follow the Yushami when the Halacha was not clear in the Bavli, which makes sense, because again, if someone is sure, then why not follow them? Okay. What about when the Din wasn't said explicitly in the Bavli, um, but it's implied um, pretty clearly in the Yushami that the Yushami holds a certain way? So again, most people say the Yushami, Stechemet says that you follow the Yushami. And he says, um, that he, he even goes so far with Stechemet that even when the Yerushalmi, it's not explicit, but it's Meduyik, but he says, but the, the Adiyik in Yerushalmi is very, very strong because they were very short and brief and very, very straight and to the point. That's what he says. Okay, what about when the Bavli brings a Machlokes and Paskin's like one and the Yerushalmi brings a story like the other opinion? What do you do? So Knesset Gdola says you follow the story because we find even a claw in the Yerushalmi and the Bavli that uh, a Misa is, is is very, very strong when somebody actually did something. Um, okay. And there's other people, the Rush and the Bal Itter and the Kesef Mishnah are all ma- mashim like this as well. Again, I'm giving you a lot of Maramakomos. When the Yerushalmi gives a very, very good reason for what it's saying, again, that's good reason to follow it by many Rishonim. So the Otsar Gaonim brings this down, etc. Okay. What about when you have a Machogas and Nuschos between the Bavli and, and the Yerushalmi? Um, so the pre-Torah says you follow the Yerushalmi, which is very hard to understand, and the, and the Tajbates, the Rajbates, and the Stei they say you follow the Bavli, and I think you and I would probably understand this a lot more because the Bavli has a lot of printing mistakes, um, wasn't learned as much, and therefore it wasn't corrected as much. That's the Yad Malachi says this as well. Um, and also the Bavli come, came last, and that really does have a huge argument in Halacha. Whoever came last has a tremendous, um, you know, koach over, over the other people. When there's a Machogas, um, in in the Bali and Yushami about a story that happened in Eretz Yisrael. So most of the posts can say you follow the story of Eretz Yisrael because it, they're describing what happened in Yushami is describing what happened in Eretz Yisrael and they probably understood better what happened there. Yush- now, Agav, there's a Maritz Chias in Gittin Davzain. He's a very controversial figure. Anyway, you could, we'll say that for a different time, but he was definitely a tremendous going in Bucky. So he says that um, what he noticed, according to him, is that um, many, many 
Shino Girsos take place with the Bavli and Yerushalmi predominantly in stories, whereas in Halacha, not so much. I actually am not so clear what he's talking about because I find there are a lot of Halachic debates, but I guess he means some of the Shitas, and sometimes you read one story in one and a story in the other, and they're very different. Again, I've mentioned this before that a lot of times the Medrash Rabbah fills in. There's a very, very famous story about Maisa de Rapapa. Hopefully, we'll get to talk about that because, and there's a lot of times in Yerushalmi where it just says, like, Maisa, even the, in the Bavli sometimes even does. Not not so many times, but it says uh, there's a story, and then Rashi and Tosis fill you in. But anyway, hopefully we'll get to that. But he says, in his mind, he thinks that he f- he's found that the most of the machlokas of Gersos take place in stories. And he says it's because when it comes to halacha, um, that people were very mocked on to understand. But when it comes to stories, sometimes it wasn't as as important and it wasn't as um, wasn't as um, detailed and wasn't documented fully. And therefore, you'll find a lot of um, debates there. Okay. Um, when there's a machlokas in the Bavli Yerushalmi about what the opinion of Rav Yochanan is, again, he's the author. So most people actually follow the Bavli. The Chidah says this. Um, and the reason is because it came last and it just seems to be more accurate. But the Lacha Mishnah uh, in Avodah Zarah, uh, Vienna Parak Gimel, he says he's not sure. The Stechemen brings all this down. A lot of this is from the Stechemen of the Knesset And there, if you really want to spend a few days learning this up, you could definitely take a look at the Stechemen um, uh, in his Marechis about the Bavli and Yushalmi. And you could also take a look at the Yad Malachi and many other sources. Okay, again, many Rishonim say that the Rambam Shita was always to follow the Yerushalmi. I, don't, I think the word always is an exaggeration. Um, for example, look at the Rivet and the Rambam in, in Hilchas Kriyashma, um, in Ava, Paragimel, Halachavav, Ayin Shem. Yes, it's true, the Rambam very much cared about Yerushalmi. He cared about Geonim, most probably, etc. There's a famous um, writing about this on the Nitziv, where he explains at the beginning of the Shiltis about how the Rishonim um, dealt with and Paskin based on Geonim. The Marik says that the Rambam uh, in Simon Kofi writes in his Truvis that the Rambam was Ragal Lifso Kirushalmi, Yosemri Kualaposkim, Shabbalim, Farishina Dechiki. And he says this is interesting because the Bavli is often Dochek, or in times that it's Dochek in its answer. It's not it, It's not so glot in its answer. The Yerushalmi is Kipashte, etc. Again, the Stechemin brings that down. The Shach says that the, when the Bavli is Masufik and the Yerushalmi, it's Pashit. The Rambam followed the Yerushalmi, just going back to our earlier conversation. Um, okay. What else? Okay, then here, this is fascinating. What about um, when there's a parallel sigya, and it's not clear whether the Bavli is saying like the Yerushalmi, is Yerushalmi saying like the Bavli, what do you do? So many people say that you try to fit the Yerushalmi into the, what the Bavli is saying. Shoot, Ramah says this, Yad Malachi says this, um, and they, because again, they're giving more attention to the Bavli um, version. They, they claim that there's Raiyas and Tosis, Tosis Yashadim, the Beis Yosef, Kesa Mishnah, same person as the Ling, Mariv, Rashal, Yad Malachi, etc. Um, Stechemen brings all this, um, okay. And the Karim Yeshua says, very interesting thing, that it's Machlokas Rishonim, and it actually makes sense. Rashi holds that you explain the Bavli based on what it has in front of us, and don't try to explain it into the Yerushalmi, which came before it. And Tosis holds that you always try to fit it in. Or not always, and who's Tosis? Okay, you understand what I mean. And it's very interesting, because I always felt that this was, and I was always taught this, I have a sorrow from my Arabian, that this is what Rashi does, he tries to explain the Gemara, you know, Athenhart, where it is. Um, and and the reason that I always thought this, the way that I've explained it and, and I've gotten verification on this, is that there's a concept in, in Chumash, the Gemara itself says, Bavli says, in Mikri Yosef There's a simple reading of the Pasuk itself. And that's, there's a certain Mahalik of Rishonim that use that approach. This is beyond the scope here. Rechaim Freelander and his Sefer on Divrei Chazal explains this at length, Ayin Sham, about the Ramban that's Soser Chazal, 
and how Rishonim sometimes seem to be Sosra Chazal. There's an Indian of Amakiris of Shudah, but at least there are lessons and others, maybe Hashkaf and other things that come out of reading the actual Pasuk. And so Rashi seems to have that Mahalich in the Bavli itself, the Amakiris of Shudah, this is what it says. And and from a legal standpoint, this is a legal document. This These 2,711 pages of Bavli are a Jewish encyclopedia of thought, law, and ethics, and moral code, and stories, right? It's about two-thirds halacha, one-third stories of Agatha, which are Hashkafa, usually, and halacha as well. And so that is our code, and we need to fit it into the words. And if it doesn't say it in the words, then it's not there. And, and it makes a lot of sense. So, of course, we have to use our seichel and apply things, and Rashi certainly uses seichel. But his mahalich was that when you're interpreting the code for halacha, you follow what you have in front of you. And whereas Tosis like to bring from far-out places, not that Rashi wasn't aware of Yushalmi, that we've mentioned that Rashi seemed to have a limited version of it, but that was his opinion in general, and whereas Tosis held that he seemed to lean more on trying to uh, bridge the two. And again, um, I, I wanted to say more about this because there's a famous shlaw in it, but we know that um, when, before Avzair went to Israel, he fasted for a long time, I might be misquoting the name, um, in order that he should forget the Talmud Bavli and be able to learn the Torah of Eretz Israel. So there's a, lot, there's a lot to talk about about that. And finally, um, there are some people that try to argue that the Bafarshi Yerushalmi themselves argue. Um, for example, they say that the Karban Eda always tried to explain the Yerushalmi like the Bavli, um, and whereas the Pnei Moshe didn't. But this is certainly doesn't seem to be justified in what I see in both the Carbon Eta and the and and and, and the Pnei Moshe. Um, because they both go back and forth. And what I think is really going on is just that there's no Rashi. So a lot of times they try to bring from Rashi, they try to bring from and understand things based on what the Bavli said, because I have no reason to assume they're arguing until proven otherwise. But sometimes it's just very dochek, and you can't put them together. So at the end of the day, I hope it didn't confuse you more. I hope it gave you some more to help understand the breadth and depth of um, how we understand halacha and how we look at things. Of course, it doesn't help the fact that we're missing some parts of um, of Yerushalmi as well, clearly, as we'll talk about as Hashem. We'll see how this when we get to those pages that are missing. Um, but I hope that um, has guided you, and I thank you so much for joining.